0: Rabbi Isaiah, good morning. A good Shabbos, Erev Shabbos Kaidish, Parashas Veschanon, Tovshin Pegimum, Erev Shabbos Kaidish, Shabbos Nachamu, where we're going to read the Avtaira of the Navi who gives Nechamu to Klal Yisrael, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, Yoma, Shemel, Akechem. And uh, for all of us, I'm sure that all of you and myself, we completed the entire 3 weeks the different halachas of morning each level each stage was getting a little bit height more height and more heightened. and yesterday was the was the highest level of arave on the of the where we sat on the floor and we kept all of the different inuyim. and uh, and hopefully we said heartfelt heartfully Together with all of Klai Yisrael, and we hope and we pray that the tefillahs that we said should be a tikkun, which we'll speak about in a second, and we should be zaycha, that even though we weren't zaychas yet to the binyan Beis HaMignosh, we should realize that all of our tefillahs, nothing goes for naught, nothing goes for nothing. The takes all of those different cries and tears and tefillahs, and he puts it into the Beis Genozov, and they're very, very dear to him, and there's no question that we are we are getting closer to the final Mutzashem Gula Bemheira Amen. So I know that for all of us, you know, there's some people, you know, I was speaking to my grandson this morning, you know, it's almost like A Patrani, you know, we finished everything and now we uh we get in here in Airtsul, we get into Benazman, in vacation mode. And um in America, everyone already is in vacation mode to a certain extent. People are away in camps, kids are away in camps over here. We're just getting into it. And uh, the question is really, what do we What What do we take from our experience? What do we take from the day of Tisha which is Korulai Mayid? It's, it's such an interesting paradox. On one hand, it's like the deepest, darkest day of the year. And on the other hand, it's called the Mayid. It's called the Yontif. We don't say Tachanun. And uh, other halachas which concern them, and this year especially, uh, where it was a Thursday, so we're ready. There's a lot of kulas already. Some people is holding last night, and this morning one can already start uh, get haircuts and 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 and, and, and start doing washes a lot earlier. But what do we take from it? What's it take from it? That's number one. Number two is how oh, do we always try to get chizuk from the parsha. How does it connect to the parsha? So. The first thing I just want to say is, is that there's like a, a, a very simple pasuch connection between the parish of Eschanan and Shabbos Nachamu and the day of Tishbe which we just finished. And that is Eschanan. Moshe Rabbeinu davin and he davin so many so many tfilas, uh 550 of Eschanan 515 tfillos <laughs> which we'll discuss in a second, White Africa 550. And what does he say? He says, <laughs> You showed me your greatness and your strong hand that there's no one like you in the heavens and the earth that could do what you want. Please, I beg of you, one last thing, I want to get to this land. And this, this good This good mountain and the And the Rashi says the is a on HaMignosh because it's Malabin, the Averis of Gla Israel. This is Moshe Rabbeinu's beseeching. This is Moshe Rabbeinu's prayer. And it really is the lesson for all of us that no matter how where we are, no matter that we're far away, but we see that Moshe Rabbeinu is diving to get the Heritage of this should be the model for all of us. After Tisha B'Av, Rabbi Yisrael, where we saw him, we got a, a deeper connection to every person on this level to somehow uh, get back to where we should be, which is where, what we're missing, which is the Beis Mignosh. What we're missing is the kedusha of Yishalayim, that Moshe Rabbeinu leads the pathway in front of us. And he says, continue to Daven, Rabbi sorry. continue to Daven. I just want to say something that I heard that uh, someone asked Gifter, a of Gifter was asked by Art Scroll to be involved with the peerage on Eicha, when they, before it came out to help in the translation. And um, it happened to be that the discussion was before Sukkot, and then he was supposed to start after Sukkot. And after Sukkot, he came to Rev Gifter, and he said, you know, I think it's like so sacrilegious, you know, Sukkot is like a simcha time. And um, and it's full of joy and full of simcha, and i got to start you know, delving into the deepest dredges of the, the sorriest and the hardest part of Clausville, the, the destruction of the, basically big destruction of the temple. You know, is this really now the time for me to be involved in this? And Mifgiftah said, unbelievable word. He says, the keenest that we say on Tisha B'av are not just kinest for Tisha B'av. The kinest on Tishabov are really kinest that we should be saying the entire year. There's only one difference. On, on Tisha B'av, we exclaim it in a voice. We cry out, we beseech HaKadosh Baruch we lament the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash in a very, very powerful way. Ah, how many people went to the Kaisel? How many people went to Shul's? How many people sat on the floor and we cried out HaKadosh Baruch please return the Beis HaMikdash to it because of her Averis. But there's a time to say kinas every day of the year. Just we don't say it out loud. We say it silently. Inside of us, there has to beat inside of us a connection to the Mikdash that it's a silent connection. It's not necessarily an outpouring, which we have on Tishah But every day is a day that we connect to the of HaMikdash. And he says, you can be involved in Eicha because that's the way you're going to bring out the greatest pathos, of what a person really has to feel, I think that this falls in so uh, perfectly with this simple connection. Parshas Vezchanan is the message that Moshe Rabbeinu is teaching us: Vezchanan hashem please let me back into Eretz Yisrael. Please let me in Eretz Yisrael, not back. Please let me in Eretz Yisrael. And who greater than Rav Gifter who was such a lover of Eretz Yisrael? And I remember that when he left Eretz Yisrael, he cried that he is being banished, so to speak. He says, Moshe Rabbeinu was in Zohar to go into Eretz Yishol. He says, I was in to go in, I have to go back There were certain particular situations, and he had to go back to America because he was the only Rosh Shiva left. Baruch Sarotskin, his, his partner, had passed away at a young age, and he was just to go back to the Yeshiva, and he felt that like he was almost like being thrown out of Eretz and I remember the Rosh that he gave, crying in tears. He had such a passion uh, connection to the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. So he could definitely say this, that kinis is something which a person should say the entire year. Um, Before we speak more about the the parsha, I just want to mention that yesterday, uh, like everybody, we're like deluged in a positive way, so to speak, with so many shayurim and It's really an amazing, amazing thing throughout the last years, but especially the event of media, Every single organization is involved with trying to get out shiurim, Torah, anytime. And here and there, there's all, all the different shiurim that are given. And on one hand, it's an amazing, amazing thing. On the other hand, there's those, those people that, you know, feel that somehow it's become a little bit commercialized. And sometimes we kind of lose sight of the fact that we have to have our own avoda. And there's many, many uh, kehilas today that they... They, they they do different things in order to make it more real for them. They only say selected ones, and then there's a commentary that's given by different rabbans. And I even heard yesterday that there was a there's a minyan here in Eretz Yisrael where they it's like a a uh a, a nikkuda tova minyan where they sing they sing slower nigunim but they sing the different kinas. But I say everyone's looking, everyone's searching to try to get a connection. So we're not here to poke holes. We're just here to say is that kind of read it, there's different avenues how we should connect to the to the to the to the abayas. And that in itself is a great thing that we're trying our utmost to connect the Churban Abayas. So um so let's you know jump in. ah, so this is what we want to say is like this. So I was over yesterday, besides everything else that one on my day yesterday, but I have a minute to go here Rabbi Zev Lef. Every year he comes to Harnov at the end of his day. Yesterday he gave his sele- his peers on kines which he gives every year Moshe Rabbeinu for over thirty some odd years unbelievable I don't go to that but I've heard it on different times and he's really a treasure for the Jewish people he sp- spoke five hours on the uh, kines in his kehilah and Moshe then he said he played the eicha daven mincha and then he ran to Or to speak for the Or program and then he came at six o'clock to speak in Haranov which he does every year. He always says a funny joke that when he's invited to this certain kahila in uh, Harnov, the person that invites him always speaks first and says that we hope next year Rabbi Leff will be able to come for a Suda. It will be a biguntif And Rabbi Leff says, he, I want to tell you one thing. First of all, I'm, I have not chamesh Nuyim inuyim but I have six inuyin because I have to speak for hours and hours. That's an enui for me. He says, but I know you and the Kila, that you come to six o'clock to hear me at the end of a long day. You have another Inuit as well, which is you have to listen to the speeches. <laughs> so he says, I hope next year there'll be a suda, and I won't have to speak, so I'll lose out of my inuyin, and you won't have to hear me, and we'll just be able to have a good time together and to drink a together. That's our fervent prayer. But he said a beautiful muscle, which I want to share with you, it just to me, he didn't say this Nakuda, he added on one little to this. Nagaya to the Inyan of Kinas. He says a lot of times when we speak about the destruction of the base of Mignesh and we cry, so there could be two different types of cry. There's a cry out of despair, and there's a cry out of hope. What does that mean? That means the cry out of despair is when a person gives up. A person's crying. There's no way out of this. He's just crying and crying, and he's almost, it's like self-pity. He just can't get over it. But then there's the cry of hope. The cry of hope is, is that if I cry, there's someone that's going to listen, and there's someone that can take me out of this. That's the crying of the kinas. And he says, it's the cry of the tinoik, the cry of the child, a little baby that's, that's hungry. So what does the baby do when it's hungry? It cries out because it knows the mother is going to hear his his or her cries, and is going to comfort him. Is going to give them a bottle. Is going to nurse them, or if he's if he if the baby's dirty and has to be cleaned, he knows the mother's going to come. The mother's going to clean him up. Rabbi said, Tinoik and Kinois. Rabbi said the same same letters. The Tinoik is crying. What does he want? He wants another word which relates to this same letters. Nikayon wants to be cleaned. That's what we want, Rabbi, so we want to be cleaned because we recognize that w- what is separating us from HaKadosh Baruch Hu is our distance from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is caused by the averis that we've done, unfortunately. We want Nikaya, but we can't do it ourselves, so we're crying out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're saying, <coughs> And when a person does that, when a person, the Tinaik is asking for Nikias, that brings to that brings to tikkun, Rabbi so That brings to the tikkun, and the tikkun is really what we want. We want to be able to have the 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 final tikkun, and I think this is such an amazing, amazing thing that we we, we the tineik is our dogma of what we need to do, and if we'll do it right, and if we'll have will cry out and will use those kinas to 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 spark us to become better. Right? So I'm being boicha because I'm not I'm, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be. We want to get, every person wants to get out of the tsaros that they have. Everyone wants to get out of the Tsaris of Khal Yisrael. Everybody says so many tsaris, but the only way we could do is by taking another aspect which is a kitain. A kitain is a jug, the jug of crying to say I don't want to remain in the same position Okay, so that makes nikaya, that creates a cleanliness. I want to get better, I want to be able to be closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if we do that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes, He's us, and that in itself is the Tikkun. That's also Nituk. Nituk is when we separate ourselves from the Olam hazah, from the so-called mundane world, and we bring ourselves into the Olam of Ruchnius, then that is really what we want I, I, I saw that you <laughs> know says, says said that had uh, asked him why is it that in the Kinas all we speak about is literally the Tsaras that took place afterwards, the Nashim, that were this period, and all the different Tsaras, all the different uh, generations when the things were destroyed, the, the Bhattakinaseas and, and all everyone went through the the the, the Kinas yesterday you know a lot of the stories and and, and destruction of the Hasar Malchus. That's when we really, really cry. But it's really not really a reflection on the actual destruction of the Beis Amidush. Today, there's a lot of books and a lot of movies that they've made up about the destruction. The Rebetzin went to see uh, a, a movie, to, which was very, very poignant. He said it was really, very amazing. But in the kinas we don't necessarily see it. So if Nagashal said, and I think it's a very, very important point, is that we're not really shy to Chorben, we're not really Shaykh to the Beis if we're really, uh, you know, real with ourselves. What we are Shaykh is tsaris, difficulties, uh, catastrophes, wars, Holocaust, pogroms. And in today's world, we still have Mohammeds and the Mohammeds now affecting here in Eretz Yisrael, the society itself, the Israeli society. But it's really has to do with the reflection of all the, the breaking down of society throughout the world, and the fact that we're not together. And there's a problem with Shadduchim, there's a problem with infertility, there's a problem with the Machlom. Well, every person wants to get out of the Tzaras. The but we, 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 we have to realize that it's not just us, but it's also the Shekhinah. The shina is crying out. The shina is in the Gollus. But if we we'll turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and, we'll, and we'll speak in a second what the is. and we ask HaKadosh Baruch we cried a little bit. I know that I myself, uh, this year, I think I cried a little bit more than regular, and that's a sign, hopefully, that there's still a connection. And even though we didn't necessarily see the rebuilding yet, but we know every single one of our twilas goes up to a special place. What is the most important thing is Tikkun Amidus, Tikkun Amidus, Rabbi Zay. So, heard two great stories from one of the speakers here in Arnov, Bernstein, young, wonderful Rav. And he said, over two mice from Tikan Amiris from Yisrael and Number one is he said that you know what happens sometimes you have two rabbis that they're two gedolim they get together and they're about to walk into a place let's say a shul, and each one says the other one should go first. So this is what happened. Yisrael was in a sh- certain community and there's another of The Rav said Yisrael should go first, and usually Yisrael would argue. Over here, Yisrael he just walked in. He went in first. So the the the, the other Rav was looking at him and Zal said to him, You're probably bewildered, you know, why is it that I didn't put up a fight? That's what happens to the women, that put up a fight. You'll be hearing this about Yaakov Kamenetsky and Rabosha Feinstein. They both put up a fight, you know, who should go into the front seat or go into the they both went into the back seat in the end. So he said, I'll tell you why, because the truth is each one of us holds, I hold that you're the bigger gogdle, and you hold that I'm the bigger goggle. So that we're arguing about. But you know what? We'll be sitting here and but once the door was opened yeah, so now the people that are inside, this was in, in, in Europe, and it was a very very cold winter day, and the, the the person that gave money for the heating, so the door is open, and no one is, and no one is closing the door, I didn't want that we should have a fight on the expense of other people's feeling of having warmth in the shul, so therefore I went in first, I'm willing to be there and to say, oh, yeah, I'm really the bigger, or I'm the bigger Talmud. I'll be mavater on that argument and go into the shul. This was the, Rabbi Yisrael was so careful about Tikkun Amidus. And then he said, oh, this other gewaldek of that, he, you know, Rabbi salanter also used to have a uh, chabur for baking of matzahs. And, and, you know, great people, that each one has their own chumrus. Where Yisrael was older, it was harder for himself to go. And the Talmudim, for a they came to him before they went to bake the matzahs. And he said, Rabbi, can you tell us any chumras that we should be careful that you want us to be, to, to, to have in our minds? So he says, yes, there's one chumra that really is very, very important. Every year when we go to the matzah bakery, so, you know, in between the 18 minutes, there's always, you have to clean off the tables and everything else. Anyone that knows a little bit about baking matzahs, you have to clean. It. You can't have anything left over. It's got to be super clean. And who does that cleaning? There's an almana." that she is the one that she cleans, and I'm always very, very mock but every year to make sure that we do not rush her, and we do not make her feel uncomfortable. We always try to give her great cover and great accolades, and I always compliment her. I want you to make sure that that's the chumrah that I want. Rabbi Saul's matzahs, what to care about the tears of an amana the feelings of an amana and to recognize that's really the tikkunim. T- 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 hmm. Rabbi now we get into Veschanan, to the prayers of Moshe Rabbeinu. What does Moshe Rabbeinu want? Okay, he wants to go into Eretz Yisrael. Why does he want to go into Eretz Yisrael? Okay, he wants to go into Eretz Yisrael, because Eretz Yisrael is the highest place where a person can be connected to the, um, to the, to, to, to the HaKadosh Baruch And the Gemara asks, V'chilecho mipirya of mituva that Moshe Rabbeinu want to go into Eretz Yisrael. Uh, just in order to to um, to have benefit from the fruits of Eretz Yisrael. So, this chazal, uh, this chazal leads a little bit of explanation because the Mepharshim asks that we say in Alabichya, we say, We want to eat from the fruits and we want to have satisfaction from all the goodness. So, we see there is an onion of eating the fruits of Eretz Yisrael. I saw so, the Valdika Pirish from Rabbi Zalman Sirotzkin in, in his Sefer Maznaim Lataira, and he says, according to the Mukubalim and according to the Hasidic Yiddin, that uh, we know that the fruits of Eretzvall, the Kedusha affects a person's year Shemayim. Just eating the fruits of Eretzvall, there's a little bit of a push, but I eat the fruits of Eretzvall. after the Trumas or and with no Shemitah, if you can get some good ones, Rabbi Isai, ah! The fruits itself have Yer because the land is saturated with Kedusha. And therefore, the Gemara was saying like this. The Gemara was saying that Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that said He's the one that said, What does HaKadosh Baruch Hu want from us? Just to have Yer Hashem?" And the Gemara says, Is it such a simple thing? HaKadosh Baruch Hu only has one thing. Just Yer Hashem, Yer Hashem. is so hard. And the Gemara says, in Moshe Milsa this was considered a small item because he was at such a level that Yir Shemayim was an integral part of his of his entire being. And therefore, this is what the Medra says. The Medra says, mepiria. if the whole reason to go on Eretz Shesro was in order to be able to get the uh, Yir Shamayim from the fruits, Moshe Rabbeinu does need it. Moshe was able to get it even by being in Chutz But for regular people, that when we say, we say, we say, but we want to eat the fruits, not just for the physical satisfaction. We want to eat the fruits, because the fruits that are itself, itself have Kedusha. And it brings the person to Yerushalayim. I have to tell you that yesterday, we had a manucha, we had a, a, a Nechama, and the day was, a full day, B'liayin and uh, no, Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi left, he spoke for so many hours. I didn't speak for so many hours. But I'm telling you, the early in the morning, davening, kinas, finishing all the kinas. Then, after I finish all the kinas, I go just to hear a few of the speakers in the special speaking session of the Rabbanim and Herod of Harnov Then I went, ran to Harmanuchus to Moshe's Kever. I tried to go every year, even though it was a very hot day, I went because I wanted, because it's brought down on Tishbub. A person should go to the Kvarim, to the base Kvaris. And I davened over there as best I can that Merev Masha should intercede. And he's always a good to bet there that the Rav should bring Mashiach. That's the most important thing to ask for. And to get rid of all the tsars that so many people have. Then we came back and a few minutes prepared before Mincha. Mincha. And then after Mincha we got the message that my nephew whose wife gave birth to a baby boy and the baby was yellow. They couldn't make the bris for a couple of days but the bris was going to be at five o'clock. The bris was at five o'clock, so we had to leave uh, earlier to go to the bris. The bris was at the home of a great, great tzaddik, Rav Naftali Kaplan, Zeshwit Shlita, Kaplan Shlita, who was one of the Talmudim of, of Baltimore and was a Talmud of my father's. And it was in his house, and he was the tzaddik, and the name that was given was for my late father, Irene Kapuras Mishkhavi Rabbi Yaakov, we have a new one named after him. And it was a very, very emotional very special. And Reb Naftali who was a Talmud, he's a man he's 90 already. He, when he got up from the from the from the seat of the Sandukais, of the Sandik, he said, he spoke for a few minutes, and he said, this, the chair that he was sitting on is a chair that was given in the family. It's a Yerusha from his wife's grandfather. His wife is the granddaughter of Reb Avram Yafin. Reb Avram Yafin was the son-in-law of the altar from the Vardic. He himself was the Rashid of Navardic, And this chair is a heirloom that they have in the family. And it comes out that there's six generations that are being connected, he said, because I was a Talmud of Rabbi Abba Yaakov, the name that's been given. So we want to give a bracha that the six generations... Of the kedusha that this chair represents should be given over to this child, of Mr. Hashem. He should have a lot of bracha, and that in itself was very, very emotional. What we see from over here is, is that when there's places of kedusha, they literally they're saturated with years shemayim, and that affects people. I saw a Misa just today that there was a yid that went into a a, 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 a town in Vilna, not in Vilna, in in Europe. And and when he got there, he he met he met a yid that was the gabai in that shul, and he told that gabbai of that shul, he said, I passed by a certain place over here, and I'm telling you, I amish felt a tremendous hisalus, and my feelings were just on a different level. <coughs> so this Gabai said to him, Oh, that seat. That's the seat that the Vilna Goyen, when he passed through the start, he came here and he dived into that seat. So that Vilna Goyen had died already maybe a hundred years before that, but he had been in that chair. That, that Hashpah was given. Rabbi say, Hahar Hatoiv What does Moshe Rabbeinu ask? He asks that he should go into this land, because this land has all of these different things. The parsha has three different aspects. One aspect is the koyach of one aspect is the koyach of teira. That's what we see. What does it say? Moshe Rabbeinu says, "Kihi chachmaschem veinazchem le'enei amim." If you keep the teira, shemar tevasisim. It's the 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 smartness, the chachma and the bina in front of the in front of the nations of the world. Rashi says, "Zum mishnah." that we keep the Mishnah, we learn. And when people see us, they become different people. Second thing is Torah. And the third thing we're going to speak about is the parsha of Krishma. But let's first speak about the parsha of Ashanan. 515 tefilahs. This is one of the favorite parts. we'd like to say over it. So those of you who have heard it previously, you'll be Michael you, you'll be Michael me. For those of you that haven't heard it, hopefully it'll give you inspiration. It's a good Hazor for everybody. We, we said that Rebbe Hanan went was in Maraband, and he met the of the Belz, and it was Parshas Vashchanan. And he asked him, why was it that Moshe Benedav 515 tefillahs to k- 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 Minyan vashchanan? And the Rebbe on the spot answered, there's a Medrash that says that when the Beis Amikdash was built, a Machina of Malachim, a camp of Malachim, came down, and it built the first wall. The Rabbanu Shlum said "An Machaneh should come down. The word Machaneh is Begmatra 103. Count it up. The Nun is 50. The Mem is 40. The Ches is eight. That's 198. And the He makes it 103. And then the Medrash says further, Avram Avinu we know. He also davened for the base Hamigdash. Avram Avinu was called Ahar. Ahar is a mountain. Because he said, that's, we say, he's, he's called the mountain. And the gematria of mountain is 205, with the koilu 206, which means Avram Avinu also davened 103 Tfilas, together with the 103 tefilas, the Rabbanu's only came to 206 with the koilu. And Yitzchak is called the soda. Yitzchak is called the field. Yitzchak, he goes out to daven where? On the field. Oh, he also added on 103. Sada is big 309. Wow. Yaakov calls it a bias. Base Yaakov. The base of it is called a bias. Guess how much the gematria of bias is? 412. Why 412? Because 309 and 103 is 4, it's 412. Oh, and this is the Belzer Rebbe says, Mistama, if the others did that, Moshe Rabbein was dabbing for the roof. And he added on his own tefilas. It's also like the machina of Malachim. That came down to complete the, the house of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What did he do? He was miser. Also, the hundred and three. That's the minion of 515. When he says he daven 515 filas, it means he added on five. He understood that the impact of the base of Mignesh needs 515 filas in order to build it. That's why he davened. that's why it says. of And, the Mershi, and Baruch Hu said, No more. If there'll be any more then already it will be a problem. Ah, Rabbi Say, we said before, the union of Torah, the Torah is such an important lesson. If we want to have Nechama, the Nechama is that we have the Torah Kiddusha. Uh My Rabbi, Rav Moshe Feinstein, Zaych HaTzadok Racha. he, I went to his yesterday, so Rav Moshe was, uh, he, he, you know, the, the, it's it's not, it's Shaykh, the stipler Zetzal. When he heard Rabbi Mosh was going to come for the Knessir Gedoyla, he told Rabbi Chaim, his son, please tell me when Rav Mosh is there, I want to go see him, because he wanted to make the bracha of Baruch, Baruch Shecholach Mechach He wanted to make that bracha because he knew this is the highest level. He had this haracha of what a Gadolador is. Rabbi said, the Torah is the antidote for everything. The Torah that we learn the term that we strive to keep, those are the messages which um, we, we have to keep. The last thing is that this Parish has the Parish of Kriyashma. And Kriyashma, we say the words which we're so familiar with Shema Yisrael Hashem Malakeinu Hashem Abad. and we also speak about the um, we speak about the Indian of a Hashem Malakechal and we say veshinam tam vanecha vebimartovam. So, what do we see from over here? First of all, we see again vohoyadvar so, ma'eleh. Hashem noachim tzavuk hayom al levavecha. A yaday the al levavecha, which is veshinam tam vanecha, and vohoyadvar ma'eleh. That's the koyach of the kabbalas ol malchus shemaim. So, Shema is not just a uh, Tefillah Shema is a mission statement for Klal Yisrael. The mission statement for Klal Yisrael is: you want to have real kabbalas olam chesamayim, you want to have real love for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Then it's ayedev v'ho yu advarim elah sharonot chesavichayom aliv abepa v'shinam tam vanecha. The Torah that we learned—that's our mission statement. And I think this is a push. Let's bein We should try our utmost to keep the the mission statement. The the and to, and to reflect upon the words. A lot of times when we're saying kirishma we run through the words. And this is a problem for everyone. But the more we reflect upon these words, and what we'll Thakka say, the Shema yisov, the more Kavana, will be macabre and it's as our mission statement, which is the, the way we're going to get to the love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is through the Torah. And this is, I think, the message we want to give on this Erev Shabbos. We want to connect. We want to have the Nechama. The Nechama is through the Kinnus, that we said, through the Tikkun, through the connection to the previous generations, we're davening that we should also enter into the Har HaToi Vazel of Alvanan. And even though these are difficult times in the land of Israel, but we recognize HaKadosh Baruch who is the one we turn to the Rav is listening to our tefillah. Sometimes our tefillahs are outward and we're sitting on the floor and we're crying. Sometimes if a gift gifted, said it's Beshtika, if we'll take these lessons, of being Mishakim, of being like a Tinayik, of bringing Nikias, and we'll dive like Moshe Rabbeinu, to the Rebbeinu Shalom, the Rebbeinu Shalom will send them a lochem down, a machaneh shal tefilas, and we'll bezoich haimitz Shem to the building of the final desa migveh, the behavior of Yameinu Amein, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.